welcome back to Try Not to Die. I'm your DM, your discombobulated magman, Noah Prito, and I'm here with our lone hero. Lisa Condemi, aka Gorgonzola. You can call me on my plane line, but you might not reach me at the same time. <sighs> I really did think you were going to do a hotline bling line at first, so I was about <laughs> to start singing, and then I was like, hold, because you don't know for sure, and you might humiliate yourself it, epically It here. definitely was supposed to be like like a song that would be in an R&B song, so you were, you were picking up my vibe. Okay, I'm good. Maybe I'll add a beat behind it. Well, everyone, pick up the dang phone. We're trying to call you to with tell you with the recap, baby. We're leaving long voicemails. And I'm sending a lot of big follow-up texts, but they all just <laughs> say, please listen to the recap. Last time, Gorgonzola answered her phone, receiving long-delayed messages of many of the folks she had touched along her journey. Marfin, Smite, Barley, Captain Sticks, and Ciceros, all expressing their hopes that she was safe and well on her way to her mother. Marfin and Smite emphasized that the Empire had begun the release of the Golden Robot Legion known as the Auric Army, and that Marfin's shop was under watch. Captain Styx explained that she was a bit delayed in the rendezvous in Paddlewick due to some new Imperial weaponry and the intervention of a disrespected sea goddess. And when Cicero's message came through, she was cut off by a loud noise, leaving our hero ever concerned over the mess behind her. Turning back to Erza and the Warriors of the Fallen Flame, she was filled with resolve. She needed to get back home. To get to the Creator Forge, the party scaled the Black Peaks overlooking the Hidden Temple, sending Charlotte, Amira, Erza, and Zola on a sort of scouting mission to assess the defenses of the cult. After cleverly pulling some fuck shit, Zola and her crew managed to sneak past the first guards to enter into this sanctum, finding it constructed not only from the black stone, but orange topaz crystals that warbled and thrummed with transmutation magic. Seeing the same story Charlotte Amira had told them the night prior, the party followed the path straight down the hall and up the stairs to a small closed chamber. Very inconspicuous. <laughs> the, <laughs> the opposite wall was a beautiful petrograph with veins of the same amber crystal spidering through it, coalescing in a carving of the Titanic. Titanic, we just did an afterlife <laughs> where the Titanic was huge. Um, cultivating in a Titanic form of Mistra, holding the world of Fayfall in her hands. However, once the party entered, a wall of stone was raised behind them, trapping them inside. Every minute, the crystals would light up, surging with transmutation magic, casting polymorph on our heroes as they attempted to escape this escape room. Solving about half the puzzle before using <laughs> the back door option, Zola used Knock, a transmutation spell, to unlock the door, revealing another hallway to the Creator Forge. Carefully sneaking forward, the group inspected this colossal chamber, trying to brainstorm a means of getting their soon-to-arrive team in, so they could close an Acris portal of flame. However, before they could do anything, they caught the attention of a higher-ranking member of the Cult of the Scaled Tyrant, the Supervisor Salamander, as we dubbed them, <laughs> um, who immediately turned and slithered back down the stairs to warn the others. Not wanting their cover to be blown, the group used the various abilities they had to cross through the polymorph puzzle without triggering it, attempting to chase down the Salamander, clocking that combat had already begun outside the temple just as it slipped away. It looked like the Fallen Flame had begun their assault. 
Running up the stairs to meet her, the party watched as Charlotte and Mira attempted to get across the polymorph puzzle chamber. Unfortunately, without any abilities to do so, caused it to go off. But in this dire moment, Zola, desperate to save her new ally, unlocked another ability of the tusk. As a reaction, she could now cast Counterspell, which allowed her to stop the wall from closing Charlotte and Mira inside. And that's where we are right now. Zola, the green magic of your blade cooling as the wall of stone sinks back into the ground, countered before it could be completed. Charlotte has totally broken from her noble sort of pretense, uh, and she looks at you, pure gratitude in her you eyes. You saved me. You would have just been a toad. I would have never... No, I could have been anything. And first of all, you know how I do not like being a toad. I made that very clear. That's true. I do not like being a toad. We should probably... What? Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, her rage kind of fading. Looks to you. Since when does your sword cast spells? Uh, it always has, but not that one. This I don't really no? use it. Okay. This has to do with what we talked about. Again, I think that we should meet your friends up there. Okay. Uh, so at this point, you do hear the sound of hissing and clicking kind of growing louder. You're at the base of these stairs. You guys have kind of pulled off to the side a little bit to try and hide. Uh, you can give me a perception check. Is this based on sight? It is. Good. Not that good. Uh, 17. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, forget, I always forget that I have the plus four now. Um, so you look down the hallway, back towards the entrance where you had kind of seen your allies in battle, and you see what looks to be, you would remember there was about eight salamanders who had like made it out there and went up to see the claws of Anacra, the fake claws. Mm -hmm. um, and flirty claws. The flirty claws. And you watch as four salamanders, badly injured, slither in frantically, like looking around, hissing and clicking to each other. <laughs> um, but one of them points down the hall. You're like 90 feet away from you. They do not see you at this point. Um, actually, you know what? Give me a stealth check. That makes sense. I need to get my dice out. I realize that's a natural 20 for charlotte and a and a simple 21 for um erza 16 16 the three of you ducking into the hall watch as these guys slither in one of them points um and like points upwards it seems like towards like a stairwell that leads up and then points towards where you had seen that other kind of higher ranking salamander go which is kind of off to the left of you and you watch as the two of them split both ways and head up and down opposite each other. And then shortly after, you hear the sound of footsteps. Yes, footsteps, not slithering. <laughs> um, as Charlotte's troops of the Azer and Genasi enter into the temple. Fourteen of them. Five of them having stayed back to kind of remain as scouts as their injuries were a little too severe. One of them perhaps being lost in the battle. They rush in, weapons drawn, their flames burning bright from the adrenaline of battle. Uh, and seeing that you guys have survived, Toast, the Elder, rushes forward and flashes the She Fell, So We May Rise gesture to you before signing something frantically to Charlotte. Uh, she nods solemnly, uh, signs something back before turning to you. We lost another warrior in the ambush, but all of our forces other than that have remained unscathed. We struck a significant blow to the group we had drawn out, though Tos has just informed me that the remaining salamanders basically sent in the magmen as fodder to kind of cover their escape. So there's at least the four we saw, maybe more. 
Are we worried that they're going to alert Anacra some way right now? That's certainly a possibility. I don't know the, their capabilities here. I think that all in all, they're probably trying to regroup and they're able to easily navigate the kind of magma channel. So they really could be anywhere. And you recall watching what, like, as it the one that slithered away from you down the stairs, um, there was like a kind of flash of light, you know, that you assumed that it probably slithered into maybe one of the channels to escape deeper. Right. Well, then it might just be the best option if they can go anywhere and navigate areas that we can't navigate. It might just make the most sense for us to get started. And if they're all going to ambush us, and then they do. Yeah, I mean, the other option would be to that other plan, which was have you split up and send your groups out but that does kind of leave you open to being attacked you know we don't know this place well enough to really launch any sort of counterattack on them uh and erza looks to charlotte and then looks to you are we going back up i guess guys there's this puzzle charlotte tell them about the puzzle while i think about the puzzle <laughs> the puzzle is the most cursed thing and she <laughs> she goes to explain um the kind of experience that you guys had in there um and the genasi everyone looks very like both in awe but also terrified because charlotte <laughs> is ma- emphasizing how awful her experience was as, as a, toad. a toad. <laughs> Um, so what would you like to do? I guess while they're chatting, I would like to walk back towards the puzzle. It's like, it's open, right? Like I can look into it? Correct. When you enter from up the stairs into it, the far wall will automatically be closed. Like it'll, it closes the moment you exit back out that way. But I can kind of see from the hallway the components of the puzzle. Exactly. Yeah. Just like before, essentially that first wall that closed you in doesn't activate until you are already inside or like you try and enter through it so i guess i will go and investigate the puzzle again and see if there's a way that i could get through it uh without (laughs) using a spell slot maybe you could tell me the components of the puzzle again (laughs) okay so you while they're all talking erz looks to charlotte and goes we're going to go scope out the puzzle a bit more maybe just be prepared. Set up a little kind no of toads. watch here. No toads. No toads this time. No toads this time. We're going to do the no toad run of the puzzle. <laughs> um, and so the two of you kind of head back up the stairs. Again, it's like a 30 by 30 room. 20 feet ahead of you, about 10 feet in front of the petroglyph that rec- covers the entire wall, mm-hmm. um, is this topaz amber anvil that is covered in script that you think you might have to be a little bit closer to truly read Mm -hmm. there are glyphs lining the room that you know are essentially like the polymorph spell kind of inscribed in here um and then you also of course see the veins of the various kind of orange crystal kind of spidering through coalescing both around where mistra stands holding the kind of button like um image of old fey fall so to speak mm-hmm. and then also around the anvil which is as i said entirely made of crystal so it's like it forms out of it hmm. Ertz, i think i might have to get in there to read that script inevitably we need to go into this room in you order to solve it i think it's probably a good idea to rope everyone up together and then all go in together so that we have the most polymorph options possible that way if you or i get polymorph maybe one of these 14 fools can figure it out i i think that you are spot on i think that it sounds maybe a little too 
pragmatic and uh, um, maybe mean to bring up them and be like your kind of father for this spell. But <laughs> I, I shouldn't put it that way. We should maybe rephrase it to be like, let's all go up. No man left behind. <laughs> yes, we're all going in the puzzle room. We're all going in the puzzle room. No salamander left behind. Actually, we don't want any salamanders. All the salamanders, all salamanders left, left behind. behind. All, right. all right. So, and then you guys turn, head mm-hmm. back down the stairs and you find that the fallen flame are essentially like all in like position kind of looking around you watch as like a magman walks out from a hall like nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and then one of the like acer comes over with a huge hammer and just <laughs> and just like caves its head in it <laughs> explodes a little bit um they're kind of holding a perimeter taking out anyone who's coming anywhere close to the stairwell as you come down charlotte turns to you so you figured out a way to solve it so we don't have to go in no. Okay. We have to all go in. Worst news you've ever said to me. We know each other very little, but this is bad. But now you know that if you turn into a toad or if the walls try to close on you, that I'll save you. I've done it twice, so I've got a good track record. I think that you can do that again. You can cast that spell again on me. No, but I keep coming up with different stuff. I can. I'm pretty sure I, I can do it too. Uh, <laughs> it's a stepping forward. So don't worry. <laughs> I think that... We, if we all go as a group, we will be fine, right? Right, Zola? I have other options, too. I could dispel magic. We have options. We got options. Okay. Charlotte turns to address both the Fallen Flame and you and Erza. We have dedicated our lives to closing the portal and reclaiming the Creator Forge. We need to clear this temple, and we will do it together, even if it means becoming Toads. And the fallen flame, all of them sign, even the Genasi warriors, all of them sign, she fell, so we may rise. I sign it too. Um, Charlotte signs it, Erza fumbles through it, uh, and you all as a group begin to march up the stairs, the fallen flame kind of covering your back, watching your six blades drawn, hammers at the ready. We all have to go in tight together, like everyone grab onto each other, so we're like one entity. Yeah, we don't know necessarily the timing of when it closes, so everyone, once we get up, hustle. Um, Otherwise, you're going to have to solve the puzzle. Or you might get smashed by the wall. I don't you know. Or either that, way, it yeah. both sound bad. Uh, you see the group is progressively getting a little bit more anxious as you go closer. <laughs> We've done it once already. <laughs> we, I've got a back door option. I just would like to find the front door. Yes. Thinking positively. Remember, that is the entire motto of this mission. Um, so you guys make it to the top. And as soon as you get there, you guys all, it's almost like a SWAT team, like entering a space, like literally they they rush in and kind of take up positions throughout the room. And the moment that you and Erza step over the the threshold, the door closes. And once again, you hear the. Okay, I'm running to the anvil to read the script that's on it. Is it in a language? Uh, You will see very soon. Ten. The moment you rush forward, the glyphs already are starting to glow. You begin to hear the like crackle of transmutation magic beginning to surge through the crystals. The warriors of the fallen flame, though resolved and following you, do like glance around kind of nervously. And Charlotte looks to you. Okay, I'll try and help. And Erza does the same. The three of you gathering around this anvil. Go ahead and give me. Uh, you can you, give me either an investigation check or a arcana check okay uh seven i'll go with arcana okay uh what's it what's your bonus to arcana no that was it oh okay i rolled a three 
You scan the wall and the anvil, focusing on the anvil this time. Uh, your training has taught you enough about arcane symbology to recognize that there is obviously, as you already know, transmutation magic at play. You don't know what this language is. And Charlotte with you, kind of scanning it, she goes, I've never seen anything like this. Toast comes over and squints at it and shakes his head. And Erza goes, it looks... It looks like arcane in nature. I, I don't understand. I don't know. Does anyone see any kind of like uh, cognates? Like anything that's similar to your language? Even like the beginning or end of a word? Uh, you guys look at this. Give me a history check. Okay. I will I will give you one, essentially one more chance to at least identify what kind what? of thing words these are. Mm, 13. This looks to be a language that is incredibly ancient. Mm -hmm. It is both somehow simple and complex. Like something you might have seen from the like proto-languages of our world, where it's like, oh man, I barely can recognize like actual individual characters in this language. But you do recognize that it is not just spellcasting glyphs, it is a language. Okay. And so there's that button of old Fayfall, or what What was the land before Fayfall? Does it seem like it only presses inwards? I can't try and like rearrange it, can I? No, it just looks like a button kind it of thing. It looks like a button. It's about, uh, okay. I think I described it maybe a foot or so in diameter, just uh, pressing in. Um, at this point, a minute has passed as you guys search it. Mm -hmm. um, of course it has. Okay, that is a three. That is exactly the Azer's initiative. <laughs> um, so there are, I believe I said there are 10 Azer. As I'm reading the glyphs, I go, by the way, don't worry, Polymorph can't kill you. And you see Toast goes and like raises a hand to sign. And then you see as the glyphs once again light up and surge with energy and there's a flash of light. And when you rub your eyes, you see scampering around on the ground is this like brassy looking little rat. I put Stilton down. Stilton immediately goes over is trying to calm Toast who is squeaking <laughs> like crazy. Aww. All of the Azer are immediately lose their cool and are like signing frantically as the Genasi go like oh, okay. my god, oh my god oh my uh, god. Whatever happens in here I'm gonna be able to reverse it. it this, I, the spell really? can't last forever. You for sure have to spell magic? One. <laughs> I thought you used it. Oh did I? Yeah. Oh, it's a counterspell or dispel magic. You get one of each, and you've used both for today. Did I use both? You dispel to that? save Charlotte. Oh, yeah. It was the right. You essentially you used your tusk twice right. to save Charlotte. So yeah, but, one. Erza, I <laughs> oh, yeah, realized me. that I'm wrong, and I'm like. You look at the fading energy on the tusk. <laughs> Let's solve the puzzle. Um, okay, um, <laughs> you can do an another round, essentially another minute of activity. You can make another check. You can just start interacting with things. You can cast spells and start working on that, whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah, let me look at my, at my spell list and see. It makes me think that I have to put something on the anvil. I'm going to pick up Toast Rat and put him on the anvil and press the button. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> Clearly not what, <laughs> not Clearly what, I, not not what I expected. <laughs> Let me just quickly read this. Okay. <laughs> Give me another arcana check. Seven. And I'll let you roll with advantage on this because I, I meant to do this last time too. Erza and Charlotte are both helping you for okay. this whole round. So, right. yeah. Eight. Oh my Christ. You really, here's the thing. 
You place the rat on the anvil. Mm -hmm. What do you do other than just do that? Like you're like holding toast there as he's squeaking frantically. Charlotte's like, be be gentle, be gentle. And Ertz is like, hold on, there might be something to this. (laughs) I guess I'll hold him on the anvil. (laughs) The sounds of frantic squeaking (laughs) filling the air as you're desperately, um, As I'm um. trying to solve a wordle. Um... (laughs) I'm just going to see what happens. I, I'm going to ask Erta to go press the button. When you don't know what to do in a puzzle, you can't just sit and stare at the instructions forever. You have to give it the wrong answer so I can tell you how you're wrong. You're 100% right. That's literally how I've lived my entire life. Just to throw <laughs> myself into it. Erta charges over and slams the button. Um, there is a <laughs> surge of magic and... Because you do not, uh, I'll I'll give you this. As the energy surges and there's another flash of light, it occurs to you that perhaps there's, you're maybe missing a slight component, but you were kind of on the right track with this. And then all of a sudden, um, you are thrown backwards as toast triples in size and turns into a triceratops knocking you Erza, and charlotte oh, like out of the way and tumbling off of the anvil a triceratops in a 30 by 30 room it literally takes everyone is like <laughs> like knocked over <laughs> as toast expands into this humongous creature um and it's like <laughs> just like i'm so holding confused. still in up to him <laughs> still in his hands up just like calm down calm down everything's gonna be fine charlotte goes that wasn't the answer. No, nope, it wasn't, <laughs> but it did something. And so it's giving me knowledge, Charlotte. Okay. Okay. It's okay. We have a, we have a minute to think of something, right? Right. We got a minute, <laughs> probably about 45 seconds now. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you get a, another chance. You can make another check. You can. Um, I'm going to try to keep reading, I think, because I really think that the answer is in there. I think it has something to do with, I don't know, with giving the room back its own magic or something. Like, why why would an anvil, the anvil's creating the world, right? What if I'll just, okay, I'll put my hands on the anvil, like down on it, okay. or, or underneath the Triceratops belly. The Triceratops has <laughs> flopped over. Okay. <laughs> uh, which was one of the reasons why you guys had to dive out of the way. I will put my hands on the anvil this is so, so dumb. I don't think this is the answer. And I will try to mentally picture how Fayfall is now. Like, I picture a map in my head and have Erza go press the button. Okay. Erza goes, brilliant. You're just closing your eyes and putting your hand on it. Boom. It's the button again. <laughs> <laughs> um, the magic. I love when you say it like that, Erza. <laughs> you I'm listen, I'm just being very literal. My people are very literal. As the magic begins to surge through the space, the crystals all lighting up, sparks through the air. Since you are the one who is touching it okay. as it surges, I need you to give me a wisdom saving. Will do. Fourteen. Fourteen is gonna save. Um, you manage to, once again, you feel the kind of warbling transmutation magic flash through you and your body like trigger warning 
body horror you do it's like your skin like ripples and shifts and like twists like it's trying desperately to shift your form but again you you're like no i'm a half orc i'm a half orc i'm a half orc uh, and you shrug off the effect um and um you have bought yourself yet another minute uh as everyone is watching you kind of surge with this magic and then shrug off the effect they are those who are not trying to calm down toast are definitely in awe of your fortitude in this way oh, i think i just saw what it would be like to be a rat for a second <laughs> you did briefly crave cheese and think about <laughs> sitting on a man's head and directing him on how to chef so okay what would you like to do this round you've a recap of what you know you already know for sure that the button has to be pressed. Yes. You know that the anvil is inscribed with some sort of language that you're not really sure what it says. And you do feel like putting something on the anvil that kind of, I don't want to say replicates necessarily, imitates or emulates whatever kind of transmutation magic slash change is going on here. Right. That's, I feel like, what you gathered so far. Right. Okay. Then, I really hope that this is right i'll put my spell book on top of it okay and, and give ourselves a wary thumbs up thinking positively smacks the button again the magic <laughs> begins to crackle and surge through the crystals you watch as suddenly the magic surges there is a flash of light and both doors open once more all right. Let's go. Um, <laughs> it still begins to charge forward. I'll go last. I'll wait for everyone else to clear out just in case. Okay. So you um, you like are like rushing people through. You My see, spell book's still on the anvil. I'm like waiting. Uh, as everyone goes. It's kind of like the counterweight to keep. It's like the sandbag to keep the door open. Uh -huh. You know, like. So you're like holding it there waiting. Charlotte looks back at you and goes, I'm sorry I ever doubted you. You are That's brilliant. Okay. Puzzles stress out a lot of people. I'm really not good with them, and I'm kind of realizing that now. Uh, and she rushes down the hallway after her crew and Erza. And the Triceratops. And the Triceratops, uh, <laughs> which... is <laughs> thundering down the hallway. It's good. We can use this. <laughs> At least he's not a rat anymore, I yeah. guess. Um, so, okay, you watch them go. You grab your book, dive in, and tumble as the doors close. You have successfully solved the puzzle. Despite not solving the puzzle. Really? You 100% did the exact right thing, but there is... More? There is more. <gasps> what the fuck kind of I guess fucking puzzle is this? Tune into the afterlife to hear me maybe translate the language. A puzzle brains really work differently, but I guess I didn't you, get the language. You still did it right. I mean, like, okay. well, actually out of game do you have comprehend languages still i do but it takes 10 minutes it does take it would have been a lot of risk it would have been a lot of it would have been so I was like, 10 I rounds of and once we got to the third round i was like all right should i maybe be doing this? well i mean you solved it so ultimately okay. it doesn't matter but uh yes so we'll i'll tell you about it the afterlife will be revealing a lot mm. five dollars everyone you approaching your group as they again have kind of taken swap positions keeping close to the walls of this hallway with the triceratops they're desperately trying to calm it as toast kind of like awkwardly is fitting into this hallway and you see before you the massive chamber of the creator forge again hundreds of feet tall easily 120 or so feet wide geometric and brutalist in design though somehow sharper 
The walls are lined with incredible stonework and imagery of this culture's past, as well as balconies, floors upon floors of them leading all the way up to the opening at the very top that leads into the red, smoky sky of the Plain of Fire. In the center of the room is the flaming, swirling portal of Brennendelach. You see the towering black obelisk surrounding it with both veins of the orange and strangely yellowish crystals that you have seen before kind of spreading from this portal torn into the ground. Magic flickers and crackles throughout the space. It smells somehow, and you kind of didn't realize this before because you were a little bit in a panic, but as you kind of take a breath in, it smells like possibility. Like it could be any smell that you could think of. Not just the smoke of this plane, but earth, grass, just anything. And as you kind of approach the front where Eretz is standing, um, she has her spear at the ready. She turns to you and you guys message back and forth a little bit, including Charlotte in the conversation. All right, so I don't necessarily know if there's anyone in there, but we just have to assume that this is not going to be easy. I think assume that this is an ambush. Charlotte, what I want to know is what support do you need to pull this spell off at the moment that it matters? Do you need to prepare it? Does it take a moment? How long does it take? It takes 10 minutes to cast it. So I need, and I'll need the full 10 minutes. I do have, and she kind of pulls open her bag and reveals a bunch of vials and like some various components. You see with crystal clear water that seems to be steaming the inside of the glass, um, which you might recognize it as holy water as a spell component. And you recognize that she really does have to kind of get this right exactly 30 times in a row or Mm -hmm. she's fucked like she won't have enough components to really get it done but she informs you once we are fully ready to close the portal once we know that anacra is on his way we can send you through wait till he goes through and i'll take the 10 minutes to start casting it okay but are you sure it's the right choice for us to go through and then Anacra and then you cast it, would it make more sense for Anacra to go through and then we stay behind and make sure you guys that nothing happens while you cast it and then we hop in after him? Do we think that's insane? I don't know what the other side of the portal looks like if I'm being honest. What if we just jump out and we just land on his back like idiots? I and Erza speaks up at this it does lead us directly into his horde. So we could just be falling straight on top of him. You might be spot on about that. All right. But you feel good about the spell. I feel confident in my abilities. It is something that I've been trained for, for, for this entire past few years. What am I saying? You got this. Thank you. Um, I didn't mean to doubt you, Charlotte. No, I listen. <laughs> Just make it, if you need any support, you know, if you need someone to run over the Gatorade bottle, I got you. <laughs> it's a nods. We have tons of Gatorade in my Armony bag of holding. My real Armony bag of holding, by the way. Don't listen to what she said I'm before. I'm shaking my head behind her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Charlotte nods. I don't understand designer brands. We don't really have those here. Uh, it's <laughs> dollar store Gatorade, too. How dare you? <laughs> um, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's crocodile. <laughs> it's like very off brand. Um, so you guys are standing kind of hidden in the shadows of this hallway, basically silent. Give me another stealth check. Okay. Uh, and then you have the floor, if, anything you want to do. Yeah. 
Do I hear any like slithering or anything? It just seems like this room is totally empty. That is a 10 stealth. 10 is technically their passive perception. <laughs> so we will see. They might have seen you that you don't know. Give me a perception check. Okay. 16. You creep forward as close to the precipice as you can get without like essentially being at it revealed at any sort of angle. And as you get closer, you listen and kind of scan. And you see a flash of movement along the higher floors. It's quick, like someone ducking down as they see someone looking at them. Mm. I just look over and shake my head at everyone. <sighs> Charlotte sighs um, and looks to you and you see Ertza messages you and her. Well, we have to draw them out, so if, if we want, we can just rush in and see what they have waiting for us, but... If we have any other plans, now's the time. I will float a mage hand up 30 feet and wave. Okay. <laughs> you send forth this beautiful, well-manicured... <laughs> these beautiful, well-manicured... I do a, a BBL wave. <laughs> <laughs> As you come up and wave to them, you hear... I'll say with your 16 perception check, you do hear some, like, in the background... <laughs> I'm like clear some babbling <laughs> and then you hear like a <laughs> like clearly one of the salamanders reprimanding the magman um, I'm like waving him over um, <laughs> is there anything else you want to do they definitely it is definitely everyone knows that everyone else is here at this point Erza's just going to use her bolstering magic ability she puts a hand on your shoulder and you feel arcane energy surge through you as her blue eyes light up and she gives you another first level spell slot back thank you Erza I have not run out of spell slots in so long because of you we are not going into this dry we are going to fucking rage on through <laughs> I don't know I mean should we just should we just call him down it doesn't seem like that's going to work yeah I I can't imagine negotiating with these people who are servant to the creature that destroyed my civilization. But at this point, I don't really know what the next step could be. And Ertza nods. Honestly, we want to do this fa fast enough so before Anakra gets back. So whether that's... All right, hot and heavy. I step out. Die now or die later! Oh my god. You hear a call of hissing and clicking. Ignan, the language of this plane, echoing throughout this space. I hiss back. You hiss back. Erza comes I over. Hold us still in. <laughs> still in. <laughs> Everyone, your whole crew starts coming out. Even the acolytes of Mistra. Yes. Who have sworn a vow of silence. Come out. Weapons held. <laughs> begin to hiss up at them. The first full sound you've ever heard them make. This chorus of hissing back and forth. As you see something, a little small humanoid, a little magman, crawl up to the top of probably about one of the balconies, maybe 30, 40 feet up, crawls up and goes, blah, 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 and leaps down. And then you watch no. as 20 <gasps> others no. leap down, and you see the remaining essentially five salamanders directing them down towards you as they begin to rain. Okay. So rude. Okay, these little burning, radiating heat and light creatures crash down like little meteors. I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw. In fact, the whole everybody got to roll a dexterity saving okay. throw. Seven. Okay. 
I would like for everyone to know that I do not have many, very many hit points right oh, now. Oh no. I took a lot of damage last episode and I kind of forgot to heal myself. Oh my up. god, there was totally a moment to heal too. Yeah, Shit. I just kind of forgot. Okay. Um, so <laughs> everybody sees this happening. And the good news for them is that as these guys rain down, when they collide and explode, the fire damage they are immune to. So half of the damage that gets dealt here, they do not take any of. You're talking about the... Your allies. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, they all dive back <laughs> into the tunnel. Oh, you turn around. For me. <laughs> and you turn around and go like, what? As <laughs> just like a million of these men hit the ground and explode, showering you with hot magma and rock. Of course they um, do. I don't want you to be too scared. I'm a little... It's not great, my friend. I mean, I definitely might go down to one and have to hit up. But Ertz and I haven't used those healing potions we bought yet, right? Yeah, you guys are pretty sure of healing potions. Um, What is your hit point maximum? My hit point maximum is mm -hmm. 108, and I have 27 hit points right now. Okay. It dealt 154 damage to you as you are showered in magma and rock. It explodes around you. You feel literally you're, you black out immediately. You, everything goes black for you as you suddenly sink into unconsciousness. In this moment, you open your eyes and you're floating in the astral sea. You look out, sparkling, swirling, silvery sort of clouds, the spectral kind of nebulous uh, space swirling around you, buffeting you with these psychic winds. And you look out into the darkness and you see the massive city, the Citadel of Grumsh, floating there, slowly but surely approaching you. Um, I will kind of, uh, well, first I pat my body a little bit. Do I feel or see still in? You do. Feel Stillen, as Stillen was also incinerated by that incredible Tragic. explosion. Is Stillen this little green dot again? Yes, just a little green orb floating around you. Um, I'm glad you're here. That must have been bad to... I should have popped up at one, right? I guess I'm really dead. I'll start doggy paddling towards the Citadel of Groomsh. Give me an intelligence check to try and navigate this. Okay. Dirty 20. You force your your will forward as you begin to float, moving your full speed as you kind of fly through this space towards the city. As you slowly approach, the sounds of battle begin to ring out, and you remember the first time you came here just weeks ago as you enter onto this floating piece of rock, this city that is perpetually at war. You land. Are there... Is there anything or anyone near me? I mean, I know there's... It's like an eternal battle, right? Yeah. Um, give me a perception check. Eleven. Eleven? You scan around. It's, it's very... It's very disorienting. As you're kind of looking, I mean, there is like smoke and like you hear screams. There's like a explosion nearby that you wince from, but you don't, you don't feel any pain. Um, you see like figures that look orcish in nature kind of tearing through 
each other, just like attacking each other and like w essentially waging this perpetual war, this perpetual brawl that they're all zealously engaged in. Does it seem like anyone has noticed me arriving? No, not yet. I will just start walking forward through the smoke because I feel like there's nowhere else to walk. Okay, you begin to walk. And what's going on in Zola's mind at this moment? Zola is mystified. Zola's like, this is not the time. That wasn't even my home. Those weren't even my people. Nothing about this is right. Walking through this war-torn city, you are drawn to the skeletal cathedral of Grumsh. Far bigger than anything you've ever seen in the material plane, it's hard to look at. A medieval military fortress covered in jagged bone and twisted spikes, disturbing on a level that tugs at your sanity like no mortal hand could have created this and no god should have. You approach its grand doors, which open, the only thing that has recognized you your entire time here. Do you go in? Yes. You head into the darkness and find yourself once again walking on these strange, bumpy, porous floors. You look up and you see in the darkness on this throne of bones, Groosh, this incomprehensibly large titan, dark kind of greenish skin, a single large eye that seems to kind of have moved into place where, you know, if it's his other eye was plucked out, this one has kind of centered itself almost like a cyclops at this point, hulking before you, looking down at you. Mr. Groomsh, I'm sorry I didn't knock. Failure. How so? You are naive and weak-willed. At least I've got both my eyes. You speak to your creator like this. I've kind of met a lot of creators now. Give me an intimidation check. Nothing's more intimidating than an honest teen. It's really scary to me. Why? Five. Groomsh grins and you see um, both of his tusks revealed and they do kind of look like your blade in a way and he rises standing from his throne kind of stepping into the, the light this like burning light that seems to kind of come from the various raging battles from outside of this temple he looks at you you gave up on your destiny. So a Strager Raid has never died before? When you relinquish the tusk, just because it obeys you does not mean you are the Strager Raider. I relinquished nothing. Any ruler knows when to set their crown down and pick up something that's going to serve them better in that moment. If, 
if the connection between me and the tusk is that weak, that me putting on a pair of glasses severs that bond, then, then the role was nothing in the first place. It was a title then. You watch as burning rage rushes through Grunch. That eye glows red. How dare you? Looms getting right down in your face. This this head that is maybe twice the size of Frigidich's, like we're talking like a tank, literally going down into your face, this massive red eye that takes up your entire form burning in front of you. You failed. What will you do to succeed this time? What will you sacrifice? Still, and at this point, kind of cowering behind you over your shoulder. Send me back. I, I've sacrificed it, it all. I mean, I'm sacrificing every day. Send me back. You know this. This can't be where it ends. I mean, what happens to your tusk from here? It's lost on another plane. What do you offer? If I'm going to bring failure back you must offer something of worth all right i'll i'll go you style take my eye pluck it out of my head i don't care whatever gets me back home an interesting proposition you see groomsh kind of delights in the cruelty of you mutilating yourself in honor of just being able to get a second chance at this reality. I saw you were traveling with an interesting companion. Scram. The goblin. He's in a... He's in a stone, a shard. A, some remnant of a magical cataclysm. It's out there, I guess. If you can find it. I mean, hey man, finders keepers. You will ensure that the stone and those in it come to me. I know that they are. On their way, you must ensure that they're in my possession, and that when I return, you fall in line. Return from where? When I return to take Freefall for our people. Oh. Yeah, I can make that happen, man. Do you believe Zola is fully committed to this. Will Zola do whatever this god asks when the time comes for a second chance? Zola has never been religious before, and this isn't to her a deal with a god. It's a deal with the devil. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it takes, man. He smiles. An eye for an eye.
and presses a massive hand on your head and you feel a searing pain in your right eye as it surges and you wake up all around you there's chaos fire explosions you are in the middle of the creator forge Half of your allies at this point are dead. There are definitely a number of salamanders that have been cut down. You are back. And Ertzel looks at you. Oh my god, I thought you were gone. You see tears streaming down her face. I'm pressing my hands at my, at my eye. It feels hot. <laughs> it feels very hot. Ertzel like rushes over you and pulls you up. Your eye, it's all red. Where's the tusk? You feel it. It's, it's at, the, at your feet. It kind of got like tossed to the ground when you were essentially tossed by this explosion. I got a couple more errands to do, Erza. I need you to roll initiative. Oh boy, gang. Oh, that was so sick. Oh fucking boy. <laughs> I was like, did I just die? You did. I know. You full did. I know. I was not expecting it because I really thought you might pass. I know. I thought you might pass the check and then you would have taken half that. But it was 135 and then fucking 154. I was like, oh wow, I rolled incredibly I well. fucking perma-died. That's crazy. You fucking perma-died. And you have officially sold your soul to get it back. Yeah. So we are going to enter into initiative. 13. Okay. You are f- pretty fucking lucky. Up first. <laughs> Do I see Charlotte? You see Charlotte. She is in, in the middle of battling one of the salamanders. She looks pretty pretty injured. Okay. Um, it looks like, uh, just a numbers count right now, it looks like maybe two of the Genasi are left and maybe five of the Azer. Okay. So you've lost essentially half of your forces at this mm-hmm. point, not counting the few injured that have stayed behind. Um, top of the round is going to be Erza, who is immediately going to pour a third level cure wounds into you. I should have done this sooner. She looks t- absolutely torn up. You've never seen her this panicked. You get 10 hit points. Okay, that is her action. Then she looks at you and goes, we can pull through, okay? I'm so sorry. Um, and she's going to give you bardic inspiration. Okay. And now it is your turn. What's happening around me, closest to me? To paint the picture, you and your allies are halfway between the archway that you entered in from and the swirling flame portal that is Brenendelach. The crystals are glittering and surging just in the presence of so much kind of like action going on. There are no magmen. They are all dead. They've mm-hmm. clearly sacrificed themselves in this final explosion. Bombing. And they absolutely succeeded in mm-hmm. a way. You see there are five salamanders Three of them are engaged with the remaining forces of the Fallen Flame. One of them is fighting Charlotte Mira, and the last one is on you guys. Let's do this, Erza. I will uh, attack the salamander that is upon us. Okay. This salamander happens to be the superior salamander. (laughs) Uh, The supervisor supervisor salamander. Salamander. Um, It is probably the most healthy one out of all of this. I just met the supervisor of all supervisors. That's was ominous. <laughs> um, go ahead and roll your attacks. Okay. Ooh, double 17s, which means double 27s. Double 27s are gonna hit. 27 damage. Oh and Zola is being vicious with the tusk. Her eyes like burning and weeping as she's like spinning and slashing with this god tooth. Your eye, your iris now changed from its original color to red in your right eye. It glows bright as you swing and your blade automatically is like 
glowing and burning that green fire as you cut into this creature twice, dealing a whopping 27 damage. You do take nine damage as there's an explosion of fire and you are blasted back, but I don't think Zola even feels it at this point. I think that Zola is um, uh, practically in her furious bloodline as she rages into this battle. What a fucking hit. That that's real that's huge, honestly. <laughs> 27 damage is nothing to scoff about. Oh, and then I will use my bonus action to um do my second win and try to gain regain a little bit of hit points. Alright. So you do that. I get back 14 hit points, so I'm at 16 now. Wow, that's that's also huge. That was my best second best. win I've probably ever done. <laughs> and it was needed, folks. Um, okay, so we are actually going to be... Initiative 10 is going... Team Anacra, as they're written down on my, on my uh, list. Now that it has been a few rounds without you, we are going to just jump straight into this morale roll. Okay. So I want you to roll a... First, we're going to do the d20, because right up next in the initiative is the Warriors of the Fallen Flame. Okay. So roll for the, the Salamanders, see how they're doing. You In this roll, you want a um, nine or lower. Six. Okay. You see essentially one save fail. Um, the one that... Um, <laughs> the You see that Toast is still in Triceratops form. Um, kind of thought you might be more useful that way. Absolutely. <laughs> Roars and runs straight through a salamander, pinning them against the wall and splattering them. Nice. Um, that is one of the... Um, f- now there's only four left. They have um, a dragon, we have a dinosaur. Now it is going to be the Warriors of the Fallen Flame. I need you to roll another d20, and this one you want 10 or higher. Conky can die. 17. 17. None of the warriors of the Fallen Flame fall this round. Yes. Yes. Okay. Top of the round, it is now you once more. You are standing in front of this creature as it snarls and hisses. It looks, I'll be honest with you, terrified of you. Because it thought you were fucking dead. And you have just sprung up and shoved your blade in it. You can't kill me. Um, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> terrifying visage as you swing forward. Alright, I'm gonna attack him and see how see how he does. 26. That's gonna hit. 14 damage on the first one. Ooh, very good. He's still up? He's still up. Another. He looks a little healthier since you last saw him, like he had maybe healed up a little bit. Okay, 27. 27 hits. Jesus, a lot of 27s today. Mm-hmm. Less good. That's nine damage. Okay. He's looking pretty hurt, and you take 11 damage as there's a surge of flame when you slice into him. I am going to uh, absorb elements. You suck in some of those flames as there's a surge of fire. You don't even break your stride in this moment. Uh, And at this point, you have currently, because we've been saying that it stacks because it seems unfair that you would have to blow all these incredible um, (laughs) spells and not get to use the damage, you have. 66 fire damage stored up in the sword at this point. And then how many damage did you say originally? 11 damage. Okay, so then it's six. Yes. We're looking, it's- Holding on to life right um, now. Erza is at your side. Um, Oh, bonus actions, right? Bonus action potion? Bonus action potion, we did make that ruling. So you can indeed take a potion. But did Erza have our potions? Erza does have her potions, I will say, on a bonus action on her turn, she can she can feed you the potion. Okay. All right. So she is actually going to stay out of a rage, um, and she's going to cast another third level cure wounds on you. Oh, 
And so then she's gonna, she's gonna literally smack you on the shoulder and be like, yeah, we fucking got this. I uh, fucking met a god. <laughs> what? <laughs> you get another 23 hit points back. She burns her third level. Um, and then she is going to give you one of the healing potions. I believe they were standard healing potions. Ooh, were they? I thought that they were greater. Maybe they were greater. Let me just- The ones that we bought at- uh... You know what? I think you did buy a greater. Let me just look that. I think it's 44 plus I four. think we bought two greater healing potions at Sabiar's. You get 11 HP back. Okay. Not a lot, but hey, every bit counts. Um, every bit counts. As I'm 44 she, now. She goes, what? And then grabs a potion, uncorks it, and shoves it in your mouth. <laughs> you funk, funk, funk. <laughs> um, it is lime flavored. <laughs> <laughs> It Refreshing. is it's off brand Gatorade. <laughs> so it is now going to be um that was her turn. You had your turn. It is now going to be once again. Actually didn't do Charlotte Amir's turn last turn. Mm -hmm. She is fighting off this creature in front of her. Natural eleven and natural thirteen on both of her hits. 25 damage as she slices into this creature her she's like a, a whirling dervish of blades just like lashing out at them um as they hiss and like surge with flame but it does not affect her ifridi form um that one is already looking pretty hurt it was kind of uh it was already a little worse for wear compared to mm -hmm. the one that you're fighting um but this uh, it, you know, she's she's also looking hurt, so it's kind of neck and neck right now. That was her turn. She looks back to you. I'm so sorry that this put you in so much danger. Thank you for your efforts. I was going to apologize to you. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, that is now going to be, um, we'll do the Anacra, Team Anacra's turn. Give me a d20 roll. You're hoping for a nine or lower. Okay. Ah, uh, 14. 14. They managed to hold on another round. Um, you'll notice that because of the both close quarters nature and also how much damage has already been done, they're not. we're not doing every three rounds now. It's mm -hmm. basically just every round is someone dying. Mm -hmm. um, now give me a roll for the Warriors of the Fallen Flame. 18. 18. Another success. As Charlotte runs forward and is going to take two swings, the first one misses, um, but the second one does connect as she deals an additional... 14 damage to this creature who is bloodied of bloodied, meaning like it's like very, very low. Um, now it is going to be top of the round, your turn. All right, I am going to, uh, this is this is the Tusk's moment. I am just wailing in on this guy. Uh, 13? 13 doesn't hit. Okay. But you do have Bardic. Oh, that's true. I'll use You just bardic. need a two or higher on this. Yes, got a three. That hits. Nice. 17 damage on the first hit. Wow. Oh, man. Looking very, very hurt. All right. One more. <laughs> Just a 29 hit. A 29 might hit on this <laughs> round. 14 damage. He is on death's door, my friend. Why um, won't you just die? You see it scrambling back. It looks up and it hisses an ignin, the only word you recognize being Anacra, as it clearly is calling out for help. It, it, I'll tell you right now, it's nine health right now. Uh, you also take, as you're screaming and tearing into it, you take 20 fire damage as there's an explosion of flame. It's kind of like it's it's on death's door, so it's really burning. It is, it's, it's magma blood is leaking everywhere. I will once more absorb elements so that I take 10 instead. Okay, you are, uh, again, you now have 8d6. You have the equivalent of a fireball stored inside of your blade. 
Um, this is a, I, I think everyone, every fan who's like, absorb elements doesn't work that way. But it's sick. But it's sick. And I'm on a plane of fire. And, and I just I fucking got the spell. And I killed them today. I killed them <laughs> and today. And I died today. And I died today. <laughs> Come on. Real cool bitches. I'm a little dead person. Plus, I look at these cool 8d6 stacked up right here. Like, those are going to be so satisfying. All... <laughs> okay, so that is your turn. Is there any, um, any bonus action you want to do or... Okay, now it is going to be Eritz's turn. She is still, you see that though you are back, she's still like, she's like wiping her tears, keeps pumping healing into you. Um, she's gonna use another second level. Okay, okay, I, I feel a lot better. No, have no, to cry. no, I did this, you're a child. Um, she uh, gives you, she's gonna burn a second level. 16 hit points back practically uh, completely undoing the damage from that round your wounds healing your the burns kind of like sizzling with steam as they begin to um re reclose and unbubble disgustingly my eye um, is still burning your eye is absolutely the focus of all of your pain i think right now it really does feel like you have like the worst migraine kind of forming behind that eye that was Ertz's turn. She's gonna, again, bonus action. She's basically giving you, I think this is her like last bardic. Let me just check. Yep, this is her last bardic. Okay. And that is her turn. You got this. Um, now it is going to be um, Team Anakra's turn. This guy in front of you. I forgot to roll some attacks on you last round. For sure, for sure. Um, but oh my God. So the first round of attacks that uh, Natural six plus the bonus is a 12. Mm -hmm. Next one is an 11 plus their bonus. 18. Uh, I'm gonna shield. You throw up this arcane barrier as it hits into you. Missing, this is the attacks from actually this round, the ones I forgot. And that's a seven and a two, gang. Um, <laughs> just eyes wide, hissing in horror as it's just banging <laughs> its spear on your arcane shield. You're gritting your teeth, your tusks feel a little sore as they grow a little longer uh and uh that is its turn give me a d20 roll for you know his team four that is two failures for their team now it is going to be the um warriors and i'll also roll the attacks for charlotte on this creature uh the one in front of her she does indeed hit okay twice hitting i'll roll the damage on that while you roll the d20 to see if they live another round don't get on my bad side i've got growing pains <laughs> Mm, that was a three, unfortunately. Oof. Another fail for the team of the Fallen Flame. Things are looking pretty dire, but you do see that with a rolling max damage on one of her hits and then um, a six and a five on the other one, she cuts down the one in front of her. Um, which, nice job, Charlotte. Which normally would mean a... Um, auto fail for one of the death saves but because of the dire circumstances the fact that these salamanders are literally fighting for their lives right now they are not giving up um they will maybe if their leader dies the one that you're fighting but um you see that they look fearful they know that they're on the outs mm -hmm. but it looks like another one of the warriors is cut down in the the crossfires top of the round it is your turn zola all right one last attack on this guy. Come your on. Your shield fades as you rush forward. It's kind of like he like winces from the light of his explosion as you burst through. 24. 24 is gonna hit. This guy could survive if I rolled 
double ones. Double ones, and then re-rolled one of those ones and rolled a one again. Oh my god, okay. So, um, you should hope for that, now. I am. Of course, <laughs> I really want you to die again. I rolled a one and three, but he Oh dies, my god. So you tell me ten. how you finish him. Please, now. It's Anakra is beautiful. Why can't you just worship him like us? Please. Um, I, uh grab the front of him, run my sword through, pull him along uh, my sword towards me so that the last thing that he sees is my bright red eye. And as you do, there is a surge of flame and he just essentially like, like paper burning disintegrates into ash with this explosion of flame. You take nine damage as you hold in place and are showered with like flame and ember, but you do not break your stride. Erza is looking at you in both a mix of awe and deep concern. You watch as this creature tumbles and disintegrates. The other salamanders at this point do attempt to flee, but with the numbers that you have, your forces surge forward and begin to cut them down as they attempt to run. You watch as a small group of the remaining Azer kind of chase one down the hallway while the rest kind of pile in. Toast runs over and just just tramples one and splatters him. Toast will take care of the rest. Um, and you are out of combat. And it all hits you. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Three. Three. It's akin to a panic attack as all of this, this adrenaline that's been pumping through you breaks and reality around you begins to spin. You fall to your knees, kind of gasping for breath as Charlotte and Erza run over to you. Charlotte, looking to Erza and goes, what's going on? I'm fine. And Erza just goes, give her, give her some air, give her some air, back up. Urges people to stay back as you're on the ground, just gasping for breath. Does anyone have some water I could put in my eye? Uh, uh, hold on. Um, Erza goes in, pulls her water skin out, and gives it to you. I um, pour it over. And she gets a good look at your eye. Whoa. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I am a little scared. I'm thinking positively. It looks really badass. Thanks. Can I get you anything? She lays another hand on you and is going to cast Cure Wounds one more time. Even though you could maybe take a rest you don't know how much time you have and you know that Erza is like I cannot let this poor young adult just be hurt and not get any sort of healing when I can do some um, and you get back 18 I have to finish this task and I really want to find my mom Erza kneels down and embraces you and holds you as it all pours over you. Okay, we don't have time to do this. We we don't, we might have time. And she looks to Charlotte and Charlotte goes, so far we haven't received any word from the scouts. They're the ones on watch. And at this point, if they've been making the progress that they should have been based on the plan, they should be right over the temple. They'd be able to see him coming. You... Here, and she kind of helps you up and brings you away from, because you guys were fighting very close, close to this to portal. flaming portal. Um, she kind of brings you back into the hallway. I can breathe a little better away um, from the portal. As you kind of take a few more breaths and calm down, and you see the warriors at this point are like, come back. You see um, a number of the Azer holding these large kind of charcoal-colored eggs um, that you imagine are salamander eggs. 
um, and you see them smashing them on the ground and just doing everything they can to exterminate this force that has taken over their building. You guys could have had a really nice post-portal closing brunch with those. You see, um, one of them is raising it up, the other one puts their hands up and stops them, and it's like sides to them, and they nod. Um, and they begin to pile the eggs, and Erza smiles and laughs a little bit and puts a hand Charlotte, on her shoulder. I'm I'm so sorry for all the all of the people you lost. I feel like I failed to protect you guys. Absolutely not. In all of my years of travel and, and fighting and seeing those I've fought alongside fall I've never seen someone like you someone who has has you don't know us you you don't have you don't sh- share our cause necessarily you have your own ties your own problems and you still sacrificed yourself for us everyone in existence right now has the same cause Pretty much, I think. Give me an insight check. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. You say this, and you look up at Erza, and you see a change in her. You see someone who, up until this point, was kind of after her goals, almost out of spite and revenge. Was like, this is mine, I deserve it. And the fact that I'm not only denied it, but like belittled, I will get this title and I will rub it in their face. And for the first time, all of those conversations you had with her, all of those times where you talked about the fact that, you know, maybe that aspect like shouldn't define her. Maybe it shouldn't matter what the legends say and that she should just be, if she really wants to be a leader, she should just be a leader. And it all clicks and you see some resolve take over her blue eyes and she nods. You are a hero, Gorgonzola. All right, you guys flirt with all the young adventurers you meet like that. Oh, don't make it like that. I'm way out of your league. And also, even though I'm a teen, again, a teen in dwarven years, looks at Charlotte who rolls her eyes, I am I am a little too old for you. It's a... You're a hero. I would have died eight times back there. Again. I would have died. Again. Without you. I've literally never spent any sort of battle healing people, but it was... It's kind of a good look on you. Thank you. It felt good. You ever thought about being like some kind of like, you know, healer instead of a roller? I won't push it. I, you know, I, I'll consider it. Maybe my role as a leader is to be a healer. Who knows? I'll, I'll you know, we'll see. Um, you guys kind of take a moment. I will give you a chance here. Do you want to risk like an eight hour sit down long rest? Or do you want to just go through the portal and like and camp on the other side? And I'm not I'm not going to push you either yeah. way, and I won't tell you mm-hmm. if they're you know if he's coming or if he's going to come after eight. But I'll yeah. just I'm leaving it to you. We haven't heard any kind of signal from from the other scouting party yet. Doesn't seem like it. Okay, what's what's your plan for hiding when an acra comes? Where where will you hide? Well. Because of his size, and she looks up towards the crater, this is his only true entrance and exit from this space, so... Honestly, I figured we could retreat back into the tunnels and hide just somewhere in the temple. Right. Initially, in my head, we wouldn't have... And she looks back at the polymorph puzzle down <laughs> the hallway. We wouldn't have that be an option. We would be 
hidden elsewhere, so perhaps I'll send out my men to see if there are some good vantage points in the area that we can take. I know that he is incredibly perceptive, but if we're not in the area, then there's nothing to perceive. And if I... Okay, so if I rest here for eight hours... Less than an hour Less than pass. an hour goes by. And if I rest on for eight hours on their side, on my side, then... A full eight days, eight days. pass on this then I will Then I will rest here. Erza, do you, do you think that's wise? I'm worried that if we go rest, that something's going to go terribly wrong. Honestly, you shouldn't have to keep plowing on. And I think that it might be a risk to enter if, let's say, you're resting and he does come back and we have to enter in after he's already gone in. It is a risk, but I would rather risk that with you at your best than being where you are right now. I think for maybe the first moment ever, I am going to prioritize my health and take a little nap before I steal back your ancestral hammer from that fucking piece of shit Anakra Erza. Erza smiles. Would you guys go for a nap? Yeah. I could use a little nap. How about you, Charlotte? Charlotte goes, I'm a little wired. That was insane. Um, I'll, I'm going to assist my team in finding more out. Um, but I will ensure that there is someone on watch and you'll be amply warned if there is any sort of incoming monstrosity. I'm just going to get some shut eye. Eyes. There's a beat of silence as everyone (laughs) tries not to look at your burning red eye. (laughs) And you can take a long rest. And you can level up to level 12. (laughs) Believe it or not, death brings experience. Yes. Word. You close your eyes and slip off into a nap. And then open them and... Erza is in a totally different place. You realize you've like essentially crashed for eight hours. You mm-hmm. just blacked out once again. Um, and as you open your eyes, um, you see Charlotte is kneeling before the portal, and she's kind of set out some of the um, various um, components, um, putting them into position, but not necessarily casting anything because she knows it takes ten minutes to cast. Mm-hmm. So she has to really just has to like. Wait till Anacra comes, rush out, and do it. it. But it's good to have maybe a few things prepared. As you are getting up, you hear a call. Emira! Uh, and you turn, look down the hallway towards the polymorph room, and you see one of the like injured Genasi scouts who has essentially been spending their time keeping watch. Um, looks like they're about to like try and run through the no! polymorph room. Uh, it goes, run, and it stops for a short right before it. What? What's wrong? What? I... Communicate to us uh, from here. Th- on the way. He's on the way. I saw, I, I saw him in the distance. We see him in the distance. A uh, silhouette. Okay. And then you hear it. The most horrifying roar that you could possibly imagine. Somehow, despite being perhaps a quarter mile away, it echoes through this hall as if it were right behind you. <laughs> Just this screech that tears. You have to cover your ears, and you see Erza does the same as Charlotte immediately goes a pale red, recalling this horrible creature and the trauma it inflicted upon her and her people. Erza looks to Charlotte and then looks to you. All right. I think it might be time. Yeah. How 
Should we get these people through the room? Uh, Charlotte kind of shakes off the shock and looks to Toast, who is still a giant <laughs> triceratops. Are all of the um are all of like the scouting party there waiting or just the one guy? That's just the one guy at the top of the stairs. You imagine that perhaps the rest of the party is like in the temple in like the, you know like they entered but this guy's the one who ran ahead to come get you. Okay. So they all are in the temple. You and the, you see the warriors of the fallen flame as soon as they see it orders begin to be cast out. You see a bunch of them scaling the walls and heading up to those balconies and heading into like little inlets there. Um, you see toast like pff, pff, ambles over to you guys and How long does polymorph last? You don't know what the deal <laughs> is here. It seems like perhaps Unless dispelled, this polymorph might last for a very long time. Okay. It's, uh, did get her third levels back. Do you want me to dispel? I mean, no hard feelings, Charlotte, but, like, do you, is it better to I have mean, him is as Tose, a... How is how is Tose as, you know, prowess in battle? Does this actually, like, I mean, how much... Buff? Does this how, how much does this affect Tose's life? Like, if after everything, will they be happy being a Triceratops? And you see Charlotte looks at the two of you and goes... There's a way to turn toast back. I'll turn. Yeah, yeah. I'll turn no, toast no, back. You know what? You save yours. I'll. I have two slots for it. Okay. I. I got it. Um, she walks Mine's over to toast and pets pets his head and goes, <laughs> "I dispel you." <laughs> the magic. We um, couldn't tell if you maybe liked it better, toast. <laughs> um, she has to roll for this. That is a natural twenty, folks. Oh, as you watch, as there is a flash of light and Toast's form slowly but surely shifts back into the elderly, brassy Azer form with the burning hair, looks to you, panting, gives you that kind of like nodding wide eye look, like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Sorry, wow. we went into that eight hours earlier. Signs to you, and Charlotte goes, "You didn't have the slots set." Toast is pretty easygoing. I just think that maybe didn't want to spend the rest of their life Eternity, that way yeah for yeah. sure yeah um <laughs> um well should your lookout party maybe just hide because this room is dangerous to cross through and we can't do that right now nods to toast and toasts signs to one of the azer who basically at this point most of the fallen flame has kind of dispersed mm-hmm. but toast like signals to him and then turns back to you guys signs she fell so we may rise and looks you in your red eye Yeah, she did. Um, I think I'm going to see you guys again. Charlotte smiles. With luck. With luck. Erza puts an arm over your shoulder. Really has to get up there to do it because she's a dwarf. (laughs) Well, buddy, ready to get that fucking hammer? Yeah, we are jumping through a lot of portals lately. You know, this wasn't my life before you, but I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. So, uh, you guys gonna make good on that promise? Cause, uh, I've seen Erza, you know, gamble before and she doesn't really let up on that kind of thing. So if you think you can, you know, say you're gonna pay out and then wait a week or two, she's not gonna forget. If you think that I won't tear my own portal into the plane of fire to come and take this forge from you, you are sadly mistaken. You better follow through. And you see Charlotte a, a little bit wary. Yeah, yes, of course. You have both sacrificed so much and done so much for our people and again i really was out of my depths with this i really got pushed into this and you thank you you just helped so much thank you charlotte we are all pushed into it i think you're doing a really good job 
I saw you fucking slay that salamander. Yeah. You looked like a whirling dervish. Thank you. What a great phrase. Ooh, I might use that. Thank Ooh. you. We, I will see you. I'll see you. You don't have a sending stone, do you? A what? No, uh, don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, and Hansel goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, come on. Um, <laughs> puts a hand around his shoulder, and the two of you walk towards the portal, this swirling vortex of flame. You see the crystals glittering, and you hear once again echoing through the halls. <laughs> As Anacro grows ever closer, and Erza looks to you. I just raise my eyebrow and stick my hand out again. Predator handshake once again, and the two of you fall into the portal. There is a burst of flame as once again you think, up until the last second, you're like, oh no. We might be we might dying! Be dying. Again. There's a flash of flame, and that is where we're gonna end our episode today. Thank you so so much for listening to this episode of try not to die i personally will be deleting it when we leave the studio (laughs) (laughs) i think i might have to sit in this chair until lisa leaves so that they don't sneak in and delete the episode um seriously thank you so much for listening thank you especially to our eldritch patrons if you would like to become an eldritch patron go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod you know the money you give us really helps, gang. We it love really it. It really does. It really helps. We're trying to get a P.O. box set up right now because people keep being really sweet and sending us stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know, look out for that in the future. Yeah, we'll and, be plugging that. Um, we just did our uh, content surge that had four people in it, which is not a thing that we would have been able to do, you, you know, without gotta, the amount of the equipment. So you you're really, really making a difference. Thank you for everything. Um, thank, And, of course, you know, Go and rate us, Apple, Spotify, follow all the things. Try not to die, pod. Recommend us to a friend. Please, please. Things are, it's a little cliche, but they're heating up. Tweet at Matthew Mercer and say, have you listened to Try Not to Die Pod yet? Make sure you include the yet so that he feels like he's missing out on something. Yes, yes. We should, what's a good hashtag for this? We need like a hashtag. Hashtag, have you listened to TNTD yet, Matt? (laughs) So so fully (laughs) type out the question and then add that hashtag. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. Wow, you're gonna put eye drops in. Um, try and not do what our hero did today. Try not to die. All hail our eldritch patrons. Especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, Elana, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Leo, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Paige, Roni, Sahara, and of course, our producer Patty, Patrick Bronstetter, and producer Daddies, Becca Mount, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die. Thank <laughs> you.